0: Hi, this is Bonnie Gray, author of *Whispers of Rest* and *Finding Spiritual White Space*. I'm so glad you're here. I'm your host for a coffee break for your soul, the Stressless Podcast, to help you live a more peaceful and beautiful life as God's beloved. And on every show, we're going to take a little time out of our day to pause and breathe, to rest and refresh with God together. We'll explore a different topic about stress and learn what God has for us to encourage each other. I'll share an inspiring story with you, and we'll also rest into some beautiful scripture to feel God's love. We'll hear loving words of affirmation from God, and then I'll guide you to do something loving for yourself, a soul care practice, a tip to spark joy, actions you can take so you can experience the love God has for you and take better care of yourself. And then we'll refresh ourselves with a prayer and enjoy a conversation with our guest today. Now, in case you're new here, our Coffee Break community is actually reading my book, Whispers of Rest, together. Whispers of Rest explores 40 different ways to nurture your soul and restore calm to your body using soul care tips based on scientific research inspired by God's Word. You can order the book right now. And to support you, I have a special newsletter to give you weekly tips to cheer you on, free for me. Once you order, all you have to do is go to whispersofrest.com and sign up for the newsletter. You can also connect with me on Instagram or Facebook at the bonnie gray at the bonnie gray that's where i slip love notes from god into your day and cheer you on well i want to thank you for joining me on our first podcast in this soul care series last time on episode 1 we talked about the toll of stress and how you are worth loving Today, we're going to be talking about lifting the burden of busyness and anxiety, and we'll be talking to Holly Girth, who's author and speaker. She just released her new book, Cheering You On, 50 Reasons Why Anything Is Possible With God, and it is really good conversation about anxiety and the journey, how it leads us back to God, His love, and You know, in modern day life, our schedules tend to be very, very packed and optimized. We have a lot of different expectations that we feel pressured to have to meet, and we also put expectations on ourselves, and it's hard to know which are the things that we can take off. Oftentimes, when I chat with women or whenever I go speak, um, a lot of people say to me, well, Bonnie, I don't even know what I would take off my schedule Well, today we're going to give ourselves permission to lift the burden of busy. Well, one of the stories that I love to tell is, and I want to know if this has happened to you, is that I get up in the morning and I am preoccupied already. There's a long list of things that I know I need to get done, I need to do. The day just started, the whole week could be fresh and new, you know, say it's Monday morning. And yet I already feel tired before the work even begins because there's no space in my heart for something that God is going to invite us into today. My, my soul is already burdened. You know, the sun is shining, the sky is blue outside, but I don't really notice, even though I'm, you know, getting the cup out of the cupboard and I'm not noticing the beauty that's out there. Well, as I was in my PJs, Getting my coffee started, you know, I want to multitask and I'm so preoccupied running through all the de- tasks in my mind. Can you imagine how upset and bewildered I was when after putting a pot of, um, trying to put a pot of coffee into the coffee maker, I go and get dressed, I run back down, I'm thinking, okay, my coffee's ready. And I find a pot of clear water sitting in the coffee pot staring back at me. I check the power cord. It was plugged? Okay, what's going on? Um, I was so preoccupied, stacking my whole week up in my mind, those early morning minutes, as I put in the filter and filtered the water in the water tank that I forgot the most important thing, friends. Guess what it was? (laughs) I flipped the lid open, and ah yes, I forgot to put the coffee grounds in the coffee filter. So as I started making another pot of coffee, Um, Feeling frustrated that, oh, why did I forget that? I realized God was quietly, gently tapping on my heart. God was saying, Bonnie, you're too busy. You're too busy. And God doesn't put guilt on us. I want to share this scripture that floated into my heart. That's just so beautiful. It's a beautiful invitation that God has for you today. Listen now. As Jesus reaches for your hand to whisper, Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. That's in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 to 29. Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. You know, I love this verse because God helped me see that Jesus doesn't say, come to me strong and cheerful and happy without worries. In fact, Jesus is the opposite. Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens. So we're invited by Jesus to come to him, however we're feeling, whether we're confused, numb, anxious, angry, or stressed. Jesus tells us to simply come. Well, how do we do that? Do you ever feel that way? How about you? What is it that helps you feel close to God? What helps you kind of stop and pause and kind of step out of that mode where you're preoccupied and just ruminating and stuck and stressed with all the busyness? What what helps you? I'm curious. Sometimes we forget because um, the things that once brought us peace and joy, they're still there. It's just if we would just give ourselves opportunity to remember. So what is it, I am curious, that helps you to feel God's presence? For you, is it the beach? Is it the ocean? Or maybe it's the trees, it's the woods, the mountains. Or could it be a place in your home Maybe a spot in your home where you can sit and feel the sun on your your skin as you sip a cup of tea. Is there a practice that helps you to remember that God cares about you? Where sometimes we don't want to stop. We just want to keep going in and survival mode because it's easier to just keep doing. And maybe sometimes when we stop, all the things that are bothering us All those things that are maybe unresolved, loose ends, whether it be um, relationships or problems or, you know, things that are just in progress, (laughs) they're not resolved yet, they might surface. But God says, Jesus says, I want all of that. All those things you push to the side, I welcome, I welcome you to come with me and confide in me. I care about you. How you feel matters to me. Jesus says, I see you and I care about you. So just like that, the coffee grinds that I left out of the coffee maker, you know, we kind of lose our spark. We forget that God's love, God's care is what can help us and give us the strength to, you know, face those tough challenges in our day, to get through our days when we have taken time to receive from God and, um, you know, to, to make that space, to make that space. I love that, um, we are not human doings. We are human beings. We are not robots. God didn't create us to just be in constant survival mode. So God created us to be known, to be vulnerable and to receive. So we can only pour out if we can refill our tanks, right? We need to have that space to let God touch and refill us so that we can feel his peace. Well, one of the wonderful ways um, that we can do it today's soul care practice is to take a 10 minute walk outside in nature. Sometimes when we're so busy, we might feel like, gosh, that 10 minutes is really not going to do anything for us. You know, And so we just kind of like, oh, forget it. I, if I don't have time for a 30-minute or a big chunk of time, we just kind of throw everything out the door, out the window. But research shows that just 10 minutes of walking in nature refreshes you, boosting your mood and helping with anxiety, depression in schoolwork, in our workplace, or in everyday life. Just 10 minutes, research shows it's a natural booster of um, releasing the happy hormones and um, the part of our brain that ruminates, it gets interrupted as we get some movement. We go outside and we can see the sun, we can see the sky, we can feel the wind as um, it brushes up against us. So, you know, praying doesn't need to happen while we're sitting at home. My favorite time to take a walk and to pray happens after I drop the kids off at school. I'm not a morning person, so when I first wake up, I need to get that coffee and I need to, I have a 10 year old and a 13 year old, two boys, and so I go through the whole breakfast routine. So um, I, I don't feel like my time happens um, to relax with God for that 10 minute walk until after. Then I go take a walk on a trail. So for you, it might happen at lunch, It might happen mid-morning or afternoon or maybe um, after dinner. If it's uh, early enough, you can take a walk. But whatever that is for you, take that 10-minute walk and let God touch you. And take the pressure off yourself to find words to pray. Sometimes we keep ourselves from um, feeling God's presence because we might feel we need to talk or we need to report into God. We need to tell Him everything. But... We can spend our prayer time by simply resting in God's presence in nature and allow God to refresh you, allow God to touch you. The most intimate conversations happen spontaneously when you finally have space to breathe. It'll naturally happen. For myself, um, I came from a divorced family. My dad left when I was seven. So I've always looked to God as my father, my provider. So um, during an earlier walk in my spiritual journey with God, um, I looked to God as a provide my provider. but I've learned that God wants to be more than just my provider. God longs to be my soul's confidant deep when I I feel lonely where I struggle to receive and make space for myself that's where God wants to share share his heart with me and loneliness is something I usually cover up by getting things done so that's something interesting to think about like what is it that kind of drives us to be busy so for me um, staying busy um, keeps me from I guess feeling and kind of thinking about the things that maybe are getting me down. Um, And I'm well rewarded for checking boxes and being productive, even in ministry. But by the end of the day, if I haven't had that time with God that's kind of nurturing for my soul, like this walk, then at the end of the day, even though I've gotten a lot done, I don't feel, I don't feel restful. And um, my mind is still full of lots of to-dos because I didn't nurture my soul with God. And so I can, it can be easier for me to take care of others and get things done for God rather than being vulnerable with my needs. But God has shown me and he's still showing me that prayer is an intimate soul conversation to allow me to be loved and known rather than a spiritual transaction to be made better. So do you ever feel this way? Do you ever feel yourself longing for God's touch? Well, remember that Jesus understands, understands, and he wants to be near with you. He wants to be near to you. So I hope that you can take opportunity to practice the soul care of just walking, walking outside and feeling refreshed. And as you do, you'll feel God's nearness. I love Psalm 73, 28. It says, but as for me, the nearness of my God is my good. I've made the Lord God my refuge. Let's pray. Let's end our time with a prayer. Dear Jesus, I don't know how not to be busy, but remind me by touching my heart in the moments where I try to hide from the things that are really inside me, remind me that you invite me to just come to you just as I am. You call me to come to you. Help me, Jesus, to trust you, to lay my burdens down. Thank you for never giving up on me and for quietly waiting for me to confide in you, to lay down my burdens, to let you love me today. Amen. Whatever you're carrying, lay it down. Lay down everything you were never intended to carry, friend, never intended to carry alone, Or maybe you had to carry a burden for a time in your life, but God may not be calling you to carry it indefinitely, right? It may be time for you to let go of that burden. There is no burden that is too heavy that God cannot carry for you. Cast your cares on Jesus because He cares for you. Now, talking about casting our cares, I have a wonderful guest with us today. My friend, Holly Girth. She's the author who just released her new book, Cheering You On. 50 Reasons Why Anything is Possible with God. And if you head over to my website, TheBonnieGray.com, you'll get a chance to win Holly's new journal, Be Courageous. Now, we're going to be talking about really good things like how to soothe anxiety and even panic attacks, but more importantly, how we can cheer each other on. Holly, I can't believe we're still here after 10 years of blogging together. Yes, a whole decade. Oh, my gosh. We started with our connection with Encourage, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Back in 2009.
0: Yes. Caleb was just four months old.
1: I just had a baby. That's so crazy.
0: Yeah, and I just started a blog, and then suddenly I got this invite to join Encourage and be one of the writers that, when we first launched, you first launched and founded, co-founded with Stephanie. Yes, it has gone by really fast. <laughs> Oh, so one thing that happened along our friendship that really deepened it, that brought it into really personal level was when I was so scared. It was just two years after I started blogging, I had my first panic attack. Do you remember that call? Yes, I do remember very well. Well, I was really scared. I felt I was going through something so personal it would break what I felt would be my image of what a Christian blogger or writer would be. But I knew if I was going to get through it, I couldn't hide. So I, you were the first person that I confided to in my writing world that I was having panic attacks. I always Mm -hmm. remember what you said to me. I thought you're going to tell me, let me pray for you. Or like start quoting me scripture or like, you know, I didn't know what your response would be, but you said me too.
1: Yeah, me too. And and I think that's something that a lot of us who have creative wiring, we tend to struggle with, you know, things like panic attacks or anxiety or depression, because we have these extra sensitive brains and nervous systems, which enable us to write books and do podcasts and create and put our hearts out into the world but they also come with some vulnerabilities and so I don't see those things as separate from our strengths. I just see them as a part of our strengths. We've just got to watch out for and know how to manage and give ourselves extra grace when life
0: circumstances bring them to the surface you know one of the things i love doing on our podcast is just kind of throwing out questions spontaneously because i think the best conversations are the ones that are unscripted don't you yeah. think mhm okay so we're going to do that right now are you up for it <laughs> i'm up for it okay so i'm going to say a phrase and you can finish the sentence okay okay dear god i've been quiet about this but what i really want is Yeah.
1: Well, the first thing that came to mind is eat in a restaurant again.
0: (laughs) Mm. Well, you know, I think it's interesting though, that you did say going out to eat because that's one way I feel like we can connect with our hearts is doing things that refreshes us. My biggest
1: aha through this whole quarantine time is my, I need intentional time where I'm face to face with you and Mm -hmm. it can be over zoom. It can be at breakfast, but I think a lot of people, I think people either do life primarily shoulder to shoulder or primarily face to face. And I've had this big aha that I am definitely a face to face person. Mm -hmm. I don't even have to be in the same room with you. You can be looking at me through a camera. Yeah. But I need that face to face. So Mm -hmm. when I say going out to a restaurant, that's probably what I mean, is I miss that kind of intentional time with my people.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a great aha moment you know, because that's really what it is going out to eat with someone. It's just being face to face and being with that person. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's great. Okay. So the next question then is actually kind of related is what helps me when I feel things are hard. What helps me when I feel things are hard.
1: I think what we just talked about is yeah. it to someone, safe in my life. You know, this is going on and remind me of what's true or this is what I'm struggling with. Mm-hmm. I think things are harder when we're alone in them. And so yeah. just being able to say, hey, this is this is going on and mm-hmm. I need some help or prayer or whatever it is right now.
0: Yeah, and I think that's really beautiful because that's where I felt like our friendship really deepened and blossomed because it was in a vulnerable moment. I confided in you. And then in that moment instead of just telling me what to do or what your advice would be you shared your vulnerable moment and how you felt when you had experienced anxiety or panic attacks Um, i'd love to be able to have our listeners hear a little more about that experience for you and how god met you in that experience
1: yeah well ever since i can remember anxiety has just been part of my life when i was in third grade i had these mysterious stomach aches and they we i went to all these doctor's appointments got all these tests done and in the end they just said it's stress which looking back you know that was the 80s now they would say it's anxiety and so I used to think that was something that I needed to get rid of or that something was wrong with me and over time, God has just helped me see, like I was saying, it's part of my wiring and I need tools Uh and skills to manage it, but there's no reason to be ashamed. You know, like one day I felt like he said to me, if you are a warrior standing on a battlefield and someone is shooting at you, is that a reason for shame and guilt? (laughs) No. You know." like Mm -hmm. it's reason to say I am a warrior and I am still standing and Mm -hmm. I may you know get wounded sometimes or knocked over but I'm gonna keep getting back up and so I still have times where I get really anxious even with all this COVID 19 stuff there's been a couple days where just everything going on felt overwhelming and I needed to just take a deep breath and remember okay it's gonna be all right, and this anxiety is part of me. I have, you know, tea. I have a weighted blanket. I have people I can reach out to. Naps work really well for me when I'm really anxious. So oh, what was
0: that? What was that that works naps. really well? Oh, naps. <laughs> naps. <laughs> naps. Oh, yeah. So, naps
1: are my superpower. Oh, yeah. So I think just making peace with it—that this is part of how I'm wired, and it's—it's it's not the boss of me, but it is just part of who I am that will probably be there in some way.
0: Yeah. I remember um, your words in that moment when I was crying and telling you about it. uh, I said, I don't want to be that person with panic attacks. I don't want to be the panic attack woman. And you said to me, panic attacks are just what you're going through. It's not who you are.
1: And I think that's important for us to know about whatever struggle, you know, we're facing, whatever, your listener right now is going through to saying, you know what, this is where I am, but it's not who I am. God alone gets to tell me who I am, not anything I experience in this life.
0: Yes, <laughs> those are great words. And you know what's beautiful and encouraging and inspiring? Being friends with you is that we can invite others onto that journey as writers, right? As mm-hmm. people who are sharing that and then and empowering others with what has empowered us.
1: Yes. I think speaking our struggles on paper or out loud is a gift to other people because it gives them permission to be honest about what they're going through, too.
0: I'm excited because the Holy Spirit is just guiding this conversation because one of the soul care tips that I wanted to share, you just talked about, which is journaling and writing things down, our struggles, our joys, whatever it is. Research shows that journaling for just 10 minutes just 10 minutes, research shows in a New York Times article that writing just 10 or 15 minutes, and doesn't even have to be every day, um, it actually helps lower anxiety and improves Mm -hmm. happiness.
1: Yes, and I think it helps us not see it as our identity when we can see it on a piece of paper outside of us. I think there's something about that, you know, to say, all right, this is outside of me, Mm -hmm. not my identity. Wow,
0: oh my gosh, that's so powerful I I had seen that you just started a, um, not just started, but you launched a writing course.
1: I did, yes. That was a big, scary thing that I thought and prayed about for a long time, and I finally did it. And I'm thankful that I did it now because I think we're in a season where we can't go to all the places we want to go, but we Uh can absolutely still go to the places we are called to. Uh So if someone is listening and saying, I've thought about writing, there is no better time than Uh now, you know, even if it is awkward, you know, or hard, or there are other people in your home, but just making that decision to say, okay, I'm going to put my words out there. Or if I already am, I'm going to take it to another level. Because I think that words are transformational, and that our world needs words of hope and encouragement more than ever before. I want us to be fighting with for each other with our words too.
0: Amen. That's right. That's right. We're warriors, but we're also wounded warriors and we have warriors with words, right? And and (laughs) I always say that, right? Uh We're we're word girls. So Holly, um, I would love to be able to share this in the show notes, like a link to your course, so that our friends listening can go and be able to have you walk alongside them.
1: Yeah, I would love it. I would love to come (laughs) alongside anyone who's considering
0: writing. Thanks so much, Holly. Thanks for having me. Well, friends, I hope you enjoyed today's Coffee Break for Your Soul podcast. And I can't wait to share more with you next time. If you felt encouraged on today's podcast, I would love to continue to encourage you. Sign up for my weekly newsletter. I share what encourages my heart with you as it unfolds. Just sign up for my weekly newsletter at TheBonnieGray.com. At TheBonnieGray.com, you'll see a subscribe button. You'll be able to get my weekly newsletter. And grab a copy of my book, Whispers of Rest, 40 Days of God's Love to Revitalize Your Soul. You'll find 40 ways to find rest and practice simple soul care inspired by loving scripture based on science so that you can feel God's peace and presence to take better care of yourself in everyday life. Connect with me on Facebook and Instagram. If you're on Facebook and Instagram, I'd love to slip you God's love notes to encourage you in everyday life. So you can find me on social media at be Bonnie Gray. Remember, you're loved, you're cherished, and you're worth it. Just rest. Okay, I'll see you next time.